Kyra Fru is on a Zoom with me because it's 2020 um, and she's in the UK. We're going to get into all of that in a little bit. We know her. We love her. Only High With You is favorite, but she has something new. It's called Waiting For Love and we're going to chat about it and I'm going to play it. But first, hello, Kyra. Hi, Danny. How are you doing? Thanks so much for connecting. I'm super stoked to speak to you. Um, I see that you are currently in the UK. Why? What's yes, what exactly. projects are you working on? Well, I'm currently working with um, a record label in Germany, in Berlin. I have a British passport, so I was able to come back to the UK. And um, yeah, just the side, making more music, creating, writing, recording, and planning some new releases. That's very exciting. Even in this global pandemic, 2020 year of nothing, you are still doing <laughs> the most. Tell me a little bit about how the pandemic, because obviously that's top of mind. Everyone's talking about it. My dog is going to bark no matter what. Um, that's perfect. Um, we love animals. <laughs> tell me a little bit about how your life has had to change and adjust because of it. Well, a lot of my plans were cancelled and um, rescheduled and, you know, everything was quite a mess this year in terms of live performances, in terms of my plans to go to the States and record some music. Um, so a lot, a lot was reshuffled, I would say. I came back to South Africa because I'm actually currently living in the UK. I came back to South Africa for lockdown just to spend time with my family. Um, I also thought it would be a nicer environment for me to write and create and, and work on my music. So I loved that in my three weeks lockdown. That should have been three weeks turned into four months, <laughs> which I absolutely loved. But um, yeah, that was the way it is. Things have changed quite significantly. I mean, we do writing sessions on Zoom now as we're doing interviews on Zoom. So a lot less um, personal connection, I, I guess, although you, you still get very deep and, and, and you connect with people on um, yeah, in these new technological ways, in these new technological ways. But it's, it's definitely a readjustment in that sense. Mm. Also, like I said, studio time, it's very limited. It's very um, reshuffled because now I'm working in Berlin as opposed to the States this year, but I'll just postpone my States trip until January. Well, actually until we can fly, who knows when that will be, right? Yeah. Everything's up in the air, but <laughs> my plan is just to continue to create and, and to record and just do what I love, regardless of what happens in the world. <laughs> I want, to, I want to touch on that a little bit because as much as you are an artist, a singer-songwriter, you're also a human being who also must get frustrated. Um, does oh, it frustrate you that you can't, that you want to do these things and you just, you can't? And like, we're all getting frustrated. I can't imagine like, that you aren't as well. Yeah, you know, Danny, it, it's, it's, it is crazy. It is frustrating sometimes, but I think we've got to just like reshift our mindset and, and focus on things that we can do. So in terms of the live shows and some opportunities that had to be passed up this year in that sense, you know, you've got to just say, well, next year is another year and hopefully I get those same opportunities and hopefully they rescheduled and not canceled. Um, but other than that, it has really given me an opportunity, first of all, to spend time with my parents in South Africa, which I never really get to do because my dad works so hard and my mom's there with him in South Africa and they come maybe to visit us um, in the UK once or twice a year max, but I really spend limited time with them. So it was really, really nice to spend 
a lot of time with each other back home in South Africa. And also in terms of just creating and writing, it gave me a lot of time to sit down with my pen and paper and with my guitar and um, really focus on that side of, of my music, which I think is so important because everything stems from there. So I just try to reframe things in my mind and thought that this is going to be a creative year making new music so that I can come out next year with a bang and many more releases as opposed to doing live performances and traveling, I guess. Yeah. Cara, with regards to to sitting down with pen and paper and writing, a lot of people within the last couple of months have put into practice a lot of mindfulness, uh, meditation, writing, journaling. And I really feel like you are super mindful already. Um, Do you think that... (laughs) <laughs> I think we all try to be, but I definitely get the vibe that you're like well on, on that path. Um, do you think that being in the industry and having to actually take the time to sit down and write a song, which is essentially a feeling or a thought, right? Something that you've experienced. Mm. Do you think that maybe that puts you in a better position to be able to take that time and focus and, and journal as such? Yeah, I I definitely think songwriting is journaling, right? So if you have an emotion and or something's affecting you or you've experienced something or you've heard something in the news maybe or that a friend's told you and you do sit down, well, I I at least do and I jot down all my points and maybe sometimes it's an angry letter, you know, and sometimes it's um, something really positive. And I think that whole process definitely you know, gives rise to definitely my music, but also to just like a therapeutical side of things where you do think about what you've been through and and you process a lot through your creative um, outlet. And I think, I think that's really important. So even people who aren't musicians um, and don't sing or songwrite, I think journaling is a great thing. I think the world would be better if everyone journaled and, (laughs) and could process their thoughts and emotions, you know, and approach life a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I agree, but also I struggle with it because I've just started to try and journal and I just find it yes. so like I feel like I'm just being so narcissistic, right? Saying all about myself and my problems. And I just read it back and I'm like, oh my gosh, Danny, no, please stop. (laughs) Yes, but you you don't have to share that with anyone. And I think, okay, it's very narcissistic to think about yourself and how you feel and what's affected you. But if you don't do that and you don't better yourself, how can you add value to other people? You are so wise. See, I knew. (laughs) (laughs) I knew. (laughs) You've got to take a bit of that private time to work on yourself in order to add value to the world. Yeah, you you are very, very wise. And I do agree with you. So I'll try and be kinder to my narcissism. <laughs> exactly. Be kinder to yourself, Danny. <laughs> um, Cara, so with it being locked out, before we get into this, the, the song and with you being away from your family, um, there's obviously yeah. a little bit or a lot, I don't know you as a person, there must be some kind of like anxiety, missing home, homesickness, missing your mom, like everyone just misses mom, right? Yeah, of course, of course. How are you dealing with those days of downness? You know, sometimes, some days are obviously tougher than others. I'm really lucky to be with, I live with my brother here in the UK. So at least we have each other. Also, I'm, I'm always calling my mum many times a day, to be honest, not just once. And I also think 
yes, my, my creativity and focusing on new exciting projects helps take my mind off some homesickness a lot of the time, but also doing active things. So going to gym, walking through the park. Um, I've got quite a lot of friends here, thank goodness. Um, most of them actually South African. So that really keeps me grounded and, and um, some even childhood friends. So just linking up with them for coffees um, and catch-ups really also help me stay more positive and, and, and yeah, continue to help me be happy actually when I'm so far away from home. Cause I definitely, South Africa is my home and I miss it every day, you know, but I'm <laughs> here just trying to make the most of some opportunities. No, that's, and you've got to do what you've got to do for you. Like you have to wherever that now at least in our stage of life yeah 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 when 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 we settle down and have the kids and the picket fences and all the dogs um yes <laughs> you should definitely live because life is for living exactly exactly no i'm trying my best having lots of fun um yeah doing it in a positive way and and yeah really enjoying it so so i'm i'm, I'm happy Okay, let's talk about the real reason that we're chatting because you have a brand new single. It's called Waiting for Love. And I've listened yes. to this over and over again. <laughs> this is possibly, I say this every time you release a new single, but this is my favorite one so far. <laughs> oh my gosh, yay. This is my favorite one so far. Oh, so, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, just off the top, I know nothing about music. I just really love to consume music and I feel like music, you're either listening to it for the lyrics or for the the melody, right? Because it depends where it finds you in your life. And for me, both of them right now in Waiting for Love, they just like, they really resonated with me. But also the song for me is a little bit, and I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean it like it's a little bit darker than what I'm used to with you. And I really like oh, it. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Exactly, exactly. Well, yeah, I, I really with this one, I, you know, I actually wrote it about four years ago, oh, to wow. be honest. But yeah, at that time, it just didn't fit in with what I was releasing. I was very electronic mm-hmm. and I did my album through Sony and it just didn't fit into that album. And so I just thought I should just keep it on the back burner and release it in a time where I could have just have, have a little bit more space from what I was releasing. So it took me like a year and a bit to release this and also find a producer that could see my vision. I, I wanted to be a little bit more, you know, have, have a little bit more of an earthy feel and organic, organic elements with acoustic guitar, um, but still driven by that pop vocal and um, pop melody and, and, and pop lyric. Yeah. So I found Abe Durton in the States and he produced this and I just felt like now was the real like a really good time to to release it during lockdown when we were all longing for love, whether that be romantically <laughs> or just from our friends and family. We were just, or I was at least feeling so disconnected and, yeah. and just longing for that connection and that like human touch, which we weren't able to get, you know, just to hug your friend. And just, it was just such a strange time to live in. And we all went through it. And I just thought this song spoke to me the most in that time. And so I had to release it. It is the perfect lockdown song. It is the perfect lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) Cara, when you wrote it all those years ago, obviously we weren't in lockdown. Obviously we could go and hug our friends. I mean, we could go in bars and, you know, have those amazing summer nights that last until the birds are singing. What was the inspiration behind Waiting for Love back then? 
So I went out with a couple of friends. We were having lots of fun and I met someone really exciting. And I, yeah, I had a songwriting session with Andre Skippers the next day and we came up with this song. So I told him the story and, you know, how all these feelings, I was really trying to act super cool, <laughs> but I was really just like completely absorbed with emotion. And he then spun off that and we spun off each other and, and yeah, he's amazing on the keyboard. And we came up with this almost piano ballad and I thought wow this is this is a very interesting song it's not you know fitting with what I'm releasing at the moment but I'm gonna find a time and a place for this and yeah so I did four years later and I think everything has happened as it should because I needed to find this song now and I think a lot of people yay Kyra, um, it's obviously out everywhere, right? Apple Music, uh, Spotify, everywhere. Spotify, everywhere. On your favorite online platform, absolutely everywhere. So, yeah, please give it a, a spin, a stream, a like, a share. Please also get in contact with me. I, yeah, I, I love to message back and forth and connect. I love this about you. And um, Cara, before I let you go, I know that 2020 is a bit of a rough year for performances and live performances. But is there something coming up that you want to highlight at all? So right now we don't have any live performances that are happening until next year. So, and, and also, like I said, we, it's so dependent on what happens with the pandemic, right? Yeah. But in terms of new music, there is definitely going to be something coming before the end of the year and then next year, mid Feb and a couple more releases. So definitely just keep your eyes on my socials for new music coming. That's what I'm working on at the moment. While the rest of us are baking banana bread, Carrefour is releasing a million songs. <laughs> I also baked banana bread. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we all need to try harder and be more mindful and be, be okay with being narcissistic in our journals. Got it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You just, you've got to be extra in these times. Kara, yeah? <laughs> I'm going to go forth and be very extra in my Wednesday. Have a beautiful day and thank you so much for connecting with me. Thank you so much for having me on air and it was so, so good to connect.